I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. And Julia's waiting. You look beautiful, darling. Oh, man. Okay, let's let Julia in. We've got uh, transgender comedian Julia Scotty with us. And yes. you uh, recently saw a show with her. I did. She graciously uh, agreed to do our podcast. So in the spirit of Pride Month, here we go. Yay. <laughs> Excited for this one. Your name. Hi. I get to I get a chance to try out my brand new. I bought lights. Uh, oh, because I know you're the first. You're the you're the first people I've tried it on. Nice. Know which, you ready? Oh, there's one on there's one on this side too. Oh, nice. Wonderful. Now, now you know my secret. Welcome, Julia. Love it. Love it. Thank you for having me. I, I'm really excited. I, I, JD has been raving about your show that, that, uh, that she went to. So, um, I, I, and, and you were here in, in the UK. I, no, and, I wasn't in the UK. Oh, no, you weren't. You were in the UK papers. I was? Oh, yeah. for the film. Oh, for the film. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant, yeah. I thought you meant for Asbury Park. Oh, no. So let's go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, I was in the womb. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have to say, I'm, I'm very starstruck, Julia. I saw your show in, at the Boca Black Box. I don't know uh -huh. if you remember we met. We spoke. Yes, I remember. Sure. Yeah. And um, my sister wanted me to give a shout out to you from her. She was with me that night. She said she chatted with you, but she's the reason we found you because she said she was vacuuming, she was mopping her floor and she had the, the, uh, the special that you were on. Uh, what, what was the special? It was the women of comedy. Was oh, that funny, more, more funny Netflix? women of a certain age. Yeah. Yeah. The showtime one. Yep. Showtime. And she heard you and she stopped mopping and she said, I have to see who this person is. She was like hysterical, laughing out loud by herself, her and her mop. And, uh, and she found you and looked you up and then she came into work and said, I, we need to go see her. And we found that you were coming to Boca and I told Denise about it and that's how it happened. So, oh, uh, thank you. Says hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, uh, you know, it, it was a weird night, as I recall, in Boca. There weren't a whole lot of folks there, if I remember that right. Was, yes, uh, it could be that way in Boca. Could be that way. It was eight o'clock show, you know, people. Yeah, but I'm, but you were there, and then your sister was there. That's all that matters, really. And by the <laughs> way, most people, most people discover me while they're mopping or, or scrubbing toilets. I get that a lot. Too. <laughs> <laughs> What um, it's uh, your your story is so inspiring, you know. Um, like, can you tell us a little bit about? I mean, 
obviously you have a knack for finding the humor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, in, well, what would you like to know specific? Let's drill down a little bit. <laughs> well, were you doing comedy before you transitioned? Oh, sure. I started doing stand-up in 1980. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I, uh, my very first gig, I was, I was a drummer before, but I was my very oh, first gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but I started in a Chinese restaurant in Paramus, New Jersey. And oh. on the show, it was, a, it was the very first out of New York comedy show, you know, where the circuit hadn't even been born yet. But uh, on the show, um, Jackie the Joke Man was from Howard Stern Show was the MC, but uh, Jerry Seinfeld was on it. Uh, Eddie Murphy was on it. Who else? Was? Gilbert was on it, and there were a couple others on it too, oh, and, and me. And that's how it that's how it started. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And do you, do you keep in touch with any of them? Oh no, no. no. Once they became famous, it's like gone <laughs> yeah uh, i don't plan i mean you know it's we were never close we all know each other yeah but it's you know i only have a few close friends who are comics that i, I still stay in touch with so i did that for 20 years and then i and then i um i was getting older i was still married my kids were growing up and i wanted to spend more time at home so i became a teacher and i taught for seven years wow. and um uh, uh, and I taught, that's when I transitioned, which was in 2000, it was in 1999, I'm sorry, when I transitioned. Oh, wow. That is amazing. I saw the trailer to your documentary, and uh -huh. I want to watch the whole show. Where Where is that documentary? Where can we find that? Oh, uh, you can get it on Amazon Prime. Uh, somebody oh, told me, okay. uh, it's also, you can get it, you can get it in most places that, that you know, that you, but Prime is probably the, that's the one Susan wants me to. <laughs> I'm fascinated that you did this later in life. I mean, so to speak, you were old, but you did it later in life. The courage that must have taken, especially in 1999, things were so different. They're hard enough now, but like, how did you find the courage to do that? Because I did hear in the trailer that you had a lot of like, kickback from your children that your children didn't uh, agree with that and didn't they weren't cool with that happening well there was a 14 year separation with my kids i didn't see them talk to them you know for uh, oh man 14 years. yeah it was awful uh somebody asked me that the other night we had a screening in a, in a place up in north in new york state and somebody asked me a similar question how uh why didn't i wait till the kids were older and I said, well, I, I always told my kids, you have to be true to yourself. And what kind of a hypocrite would I be if I did, if I, you know, I waited, and, you know, it would have hurt no matter when I did it. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And I said to this person, I said, what, what if I, you know, I waited until my kids were grown and they had children. And now, you know, how do you tell grandpa's now going to be grandma? You know, it's just... Yeah. It's it's just that, and plus mentally, I was just really on the verge of, you know, killing myself because I was so, so sad and so miserable. Um, I just couldn't wait anymore. What was it like back then, medically, for you to to make that decision and go to do that? Like I think, 
I'm thinking now it's probably easier to find the doctors and the avenues to do that uh, transition. Like, what was it like back then for someone that wanted to transition? Uh, there weren't a whole lot of choices back then in, in this country. I, I found I was blessed to have found a, uh, a gay doctor, first of all, and, uh, and Dr. Dr. Tommy, you know, and, and he was he was so sweet. And he, uh, you know, I went with my ex, Kate, she's the one who found him and, and I was crying. I couldn't even get the words out. And he just he just held me. And have you ever had a doctor just hold you? no yeah and he said it's gonna be okay we're gonna get through this together and i um so you can't get on hormones until you're uh in therapy for a couple of months so i found a therapist and i had to be in therapy for at least a year while i was going through this process and then um you live a year in your new gender so it was a two-year more or less and then in order to get approved for for surgery which i had done in montreal uh, you had to get signed off on by a medical doctor and two um, psychologists, or actually one psychiatrist and, and one psychologist. So I, you know, they, and I, and it always bothered me because I said, you know, if I were a cisgender woman and I wanted to get new boobs, or new ass, and, uh, new new anything, yeah. I just go to the doctor and go, you know, put them in there, babe. Yeah. Here. Yeah. You know, my life was, in, my future was in the hands of total strangers, basically. I, yeah. I mean, I loved my therapist and all, but in fact, yeah. I just saw him at Pride over the weekend, <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the month. I, I was on a float and he's like, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know what it's like now. I, I assume there's, the protocols are similar. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, obviously know. there's a, a lot of, political strife and and laws mm -hmm. that are trying to be you know imposed and 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 whatnot and it's making it really difficult because it feels like they're trying to set everyone back you know whether you're you know gay lesbian trans bi whatever they're just you know trying to what erase us and wipe us out take away our health care and it's uh it's it's brutal well, even within our community I, I i just found this out recently that uh, gay men are complaining that trans people are taking them from the, the herd, like we're thinning oh, their geez, herd because oh, right. oh, we're recruiting yeah. them to be like, why are we always recruiting? I said, right, I, right, it is everywhere. You're right, crazy. I, 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 why, you know, but we're the new, I always say, trans is the new black, you know, we're the, we're the minority that, yeah, the new target, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's yep. terrible. And the fact that, you know, here you are at 70. Did I get that right? Well, it just turned 71. 71. June 1st. I and you that. are out there and you've got a great out there show. You're out there. <laughs> but you got a great comedy show and you're finding your people, yeah. um, you know, and, and you, you know, you, you've got this, you know, uh, movie, uh, movie street documentary streaming. Um, I mean, it, that does you know, take courage, like JD said. Um, but what I love about it is that you're finding the humor in aging, um, you know, uh, aside from everything else that you've been through. I mean, I love that you're finding the humor in aging because, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but when my little circle of friends get together, it, that seems like all we talk about 
<laughs> yeah. I, I uh, well, my my sister died three weeks ago, four oh. weeks ago, actually. Oh, sorry uh, to hear that. Uh, well, thank you, very thank you. She, I, she's out of you know pain and misery now, and I'm yeah. I'm happy for her. But I, I I before she died, can I swear on this thing? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. My God, be you, um, be you. So you know, we were talking. My sister and I laughed our asses off all through the cancer. It was an eight month ordeal. And uh, I used to make her laugh a lot. And I said, at one point, we would laugh till we were crying because it was, just, it was just, you know, it was black humor, but it was yeah. funny. And I said to her, you know, of course, I'm going to, after you're gone, I'm going to be putting this in my act. And <laughs> she said, to, she's just like that. She goes, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be dead anyway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my sister you know and and that's what i you know that's me too i mean we, we just speak the truth and i and i talk about her cancer in a way that people who do have cancer can laugh a little maybe yeah uh, and people who know people with cancer can laugh a little too uh you know especially when you know what the outcome is going to be and we knew what it was going to be this time yeah um, yeah i'm like yeah. i mean my mom has ms and she um got diagnosed like mid fifties, I think, and had to stop working mid sixties and, uh, and it's progressive. So it's, it's getting worse, you know, but we handle it with, with humor, you know? So if I like call and the phone rings and rings and rings, goes to voicemail and then I call back and then she answers it and she goes, Oh, I just, I couldn't get there in time. Cause I, cause I'm not, can't move that fast you know and i'm like stop <laughs> using your yeah. ass as an excuse oh. for everything <laughs> I gotta, this became the hook to catch uh the hook in this piece that i do about her very early on in the in the, in the, the uh, trip the journey um she would ask me to do stuff and nine times out of ten i would whatever she asked me to do i did but every now and then i just didn't feel like doing something and and she would just look at me she was in the car one day and I, she asked me to do something. I said, I'm really tired. I want to get back to it. She just looked like, but I have cancer. And I just started laughing my ass off. And that became, every time she couldn't get her way, that's that what came in. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom I bring it to the stage now. And uh, <laughs> she, you know, she called me one morning and, and, and she goes, would you go shopping for a casket with me? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and we wound up, I said to her, I said, you know, Costco sells them. <laughs> Which they do. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, you go on Costco's <laughs> website. Uh, I said, they should call it Casco, you know. But, <laughs> well, that's actually where we wound up buying it from, from Costco. We got a good price. <laughs> What? Do they have them there, or they deliver it? Where Where are the caskets? Here's how it works. They're not in the store, but I, I, you go online, you see the selection. They're very nice looking. You know the casket. How nice they look. <laughs> uh, and then you, you pick one. They send it to when you when it's time. You have to wait three days for the lift, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> so we had we had to put her on ice for three days until the casket got to the. Oh, now they had to drive her in their in the casket from uh, South Jersey, Tom's River, 
up to, uh, you're in England, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's a, it, to this town of Fort Lee, New Jersey, which is a distance of about, I don't know, 75. On the, it's a two hour drive. Okay. But the, we're all at the, uh, what she called the mausoleum. The mausoleum. <laughs> mausoleum. The, mazo, the mausoleum. And we're all waiting there because she didn't want a mass or we didn't do a mass because the priest wanted 500 bucks. So we said, you know, <laughs> um, so we're waiting for her to show up. The hearse breaks down on the turnpike. They had to call another hearse and switch her out. Oh my God. So she was on the New Jersey turnpike. So oh here's my, my sister. God. Yeah, on this this major thoroughfare, trucks whizzing oh, by. Right, what happened by Newark <laughs> Airport? So this planes landed, and here's my sister sitting on the on the you know on the shoulder of the road while they're switching her out. So she was literally late, late for her own funeral. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Be me. That would so be me. It will be me. Yeah, but yeah. that's it. It's it's everybody's got that in their family, and so she she gave me this wonderful treasure of a bit to you know oh, to keep her memory you. alive for me, and I it's my kind of my eulogy to her. So that's sweet. It's oh, sweet. I love the part of your act where you talk about all the medical stuff you went through and oh. everything. After everything she says, she goes, "I know," and because you know. <laughs> Oh my god oh my god <laughs> you know how many people come up to me after a show and just go i know <laughs> has that become like a catchphrase for you because it, it inadvertently did i mean i do it just naturally and uh and it just one night it just people started doing it before i got it out so, <laughs> uh, so, so i said oh well yeah you know, <laughs> That's she said she was mopping and she heard you going, I know. And she was I like, know. <laughs> oh, is that what happened when she was mopping? That's what happened. <laughs> that's you have to get crazy. these mugs or t-shirts or something. That but says, you know, that's the know. thing. The thing is, is like, that's just proof of how relatable, mm -hmm. you know, these, these things are like, you know, everything, you know, nowadays it's it's that's what we look for in comedy is something that we can relate to because we find it funny but we're never sure if anybody else is going to you know if you're bringing it out there yeah i'm going to be out there going i know well that's the thing that got that's the thing that got lenny bruce not that i'm lenny bruce but that's the thing that got lenny bruce in so much trouble was that he was doing that before anybody was doing yes. it. And yeah Carlin picked up the mantle and prior picked up the mantle and uh and ran with it but that that um, you know, to find those things in in life, uh, I love stuff like that. You know, me too. Me too. It's, oh, yeah. it's it is. It just it it makes the 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 comedy so much better. You know, it's just you know, it's observational stuff mm -hmm. that finally someone's saying that either you think or you just say it with your little group of friends or you know, <laughs> I mean, like I, I like I said, like now that we're getting older, I feel like. All we talk about is like stuff we can't eat anymore, you know, uh, mm. you know, like <laughs> pooping and medicine. <laughs> and oh God, I, you know, I, I, for me, it's like uh, uh, sex. Not, you know, want. I don't know if I did that when you were at the show, but I, I have this bit about how I just don't want to have sex. It's too much work. <laughs> just too much work. You know, and I have this thing where the. 
you know, the person's on top of me and his teeth fall out and I got it. You know, <laughs> back in. I don't think you did that. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just, it's just too much work. I, I can't, we just, can't we just play Scrabble? <laughs> can we just, can we just have soft food? <laughs> soft food. Uh, yeah. Something safe. Some tapioca, some custard. Let's go for custard. <laughs> some custard yeah. and play a little Scrabble. I, I mean, really, that's what our nights are winding down to, you know? <laughs> but it's it's just great to hear someone oh, else. Great. Isn't that true? That's such it a great That's what I love about everything about you is the courage about you doing, you know, transitioning and then being doing what you're doing at your age because people always think they're too old to chase a dream or to try something different and my god you did different like no one else and i wanted to ask you did how did this affect your career because you were headlining before uh you transitioned did it help you after was it did it hurt but how did that work it didn't it, it was the comedy community is very small we we all know each other pretty much and especially you know east coast comics we all know each other from uh, the trenches and uh, I heard when I got out of comedy because I was out for 10 years uh, that the, the rumor about me was that I had lost my mind and had a sex change and both of which are true to a certain extent but I didn't like go I wasn't in a home or anything I was teaching I was teaching <laughs> yeah, in middle yeah. school you know? uh, when I came back um, interestingly there were people who thought I I would I wasn't I couldn't be funny, having gone through this, and um, so they they made people that I had known for twenty years made me audition. Uh, for oh. I know, I, but you know what? I'm a trooper. Yeah, you want me to audition? I'll audition. Yeah. And yeah. then then came, America's Got Talent, and everything yeah. changed. Yeah. You know, they, is that what is that was that the shift that really brought you to the forefront? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. It was I had. They found me online. I, I had no interest in doing that show at all. I didn't even watch the show. Uh, and no, uh, they they reached out to us. I had a manager at the time, and they said to her, "We'd like her to. Uh, we'd like her to audition. You know, they were going to give me what's called an appointment audition. So it means you don't have to wait online with the you know the sword swallowers and everything." Else. <laughs> I, oh, you had to see that the audition day was at a college in Queens. And um, it was like a circus out in the parking lot. Oh, right? yeah. I believe oh, it. <laughs> juggling babies. They're doing, you know. It's a... <laughs> so I get the show. And, I, oh, but the, when they offered it to, you know, they offered the audition. I said to my manager, I said, I don't want to do a freaking game show. I don't want to do that show. A game show. You know, it is a contest. I mean, for comics especially, it's brutal because you, you, you get 90 seconds. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, if you're if you're if you're a Susan Boyle, for instance, you know, you know what's coming. I mean, she doesn't look like she does what she does as well as right. she does it. Right. And so right away, there's a clue. She's going to blow the roof off the place. Yeah. You know, you can't tell that with a comic, and you you know, and uh, and again, and you're, and you're up against like, it's not like other comedians. You know what I mean? Where you got to right. tight five minutes or whatever. You know, 
you're up right. against like cat jugglers. Like, how do you compete with? Yeah, like, I, I, the girl who won, uh, a wonderful girl, young girl. She uh, she was twelve. I played a ukulele, and, uh, and there was a guy on there. Who was, he was like a magic act he, with Rubik's cubes. I'm like, <laughs> it's like a sideshow, you know. And uh, anyway, I went on there, and it went pretty well. And and they, you know, I wanted, and I didn't do the reveal that I was trans until after the set because i wanted to uh i wanted the, the set to stand on its own which it did yeah and uh so you know they got what they wanted from me i got what i wanted from them i, I got three appearances on the show uh each time 12 million people you can't you can't find that kind of yeah that's, nah, that's an audience right there you know yeah and so i mean i you know it's funny because when you when you get kicked off the show at the end um there's a psychologist off stage waiting for you oh. because they, well because they don't want people jumping off the building when they get yeah. back to the hotel you know yeah, yeah and i yeah and i've been knocking around for 30 years already <laughs> it, was, it was a young british woman too all the staff on there the main staff is british because it's a, a yeah. british company right but she said to me I, she comes because well may i talk to you for a minute <laughs> I said, sure what's up she goes, I, I'm Dr. So-and-so. I'm the staff psychologist. I just want to make sure that you all... She was right outside backstage. <laughs> and now the other two losers who got kicked off, they're, they're fucking crying. They're like weeping, weeping. Right? And I'm walking off like that, da 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 She goes, are you sure you're okay? I, said, I, said, I stopped her. I said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a couple of things. I've been doing this for 20 years at that point, 30 years, whatever it was. And uh, yeah, it was 30. And I said, I'm from Jersey. Okay. <laughs> I've been tackled on stage. I have worked in places where they throw drinks at me. This is, this is the, and I'm telling them this, this is the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I said, I don't need you. Thanks a lot. Go talk to those people because they look like they're going to jump off the roof when they get back to the hotel. And that was it. And I walked out. It was I, I was happy as a clown. It's hilarious, man. That is so funny. It's funny. We have to get you over here. I like, would love to come. But you know, there's there's been rumblings about me going over there. I've done a couple of shows, uh, you know, podcasts and, and over there. I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. I, you know, get I me over there. I'll come. Yeah, I, I will. I will actively search for someplace. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's uh, what I've noticed. Like I've been here 12 years, and um, I grew why? Because I, I got married. My okay. my wife is is uh, Australian and English, and got a great job here. So we, okay, here. That's all I needed uh, to know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. When I saw you were in England, I said, oh, well, she's British, so it's like, but you're not British. <laughs> no, not even a little. I do a better English accent. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. I don't even like scones. It's tough. <laughs> I need I need Italian food if I'm going to move someplace. Yeah, I will say they do. They they do it pretty <laughs> I don't want to shit all over England, but no, yeah. you can't. I yeah. I have a friend who who she's a TV writer, but she she's what do you call it when you between two you, she's by expat? country, huh? Uh, expat, 
Or... No, she doesn't. She lives there. Her oh, dual, she has dual citizenship? I guess. I mean, but she's a TV writer, but she writes over there. And then she comes over here and she writes over here. And... Oh, that's fantastic. What a oh, job. Yeah, she's got, yeah, she got a nice life. She's there now, actually. I always worry, you know, um, about humor translating. You know, mm. like I had, I hosted like a lot of gigs when I first got here, like, you know, on the main stage introducing people and you got to fill the time a little bit, be a little funny. And I always worried about that. But I realized that I could massacre city names and they loved it. You know, <laughs> like, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like what this poor girl was from Walsall near Birmingham and oh, that. Walsall. And I just <laughs> couldn't say it right. You know, spell it. I, w A L S A L L. But I asked her to write it down for me because I couldn't understand what she was saying, just like you said. Oh, yeah. So now she writes it down and I get up there and I go, Faye Bagley from Walsall. Walsall. That's like a sobriety test almost or a stroke test. There are times when I watch movies for the, you know, with, with the British kids, but I have to put the subtitles on. Oh, me too. All the, I've been here 12 years. I still do it because, you know, there's a lot of different dialects too. Yes. You know, like Newcastle. I went to see a play with, and Cheryl Cole was starring in it. And um, I didn't even understand the first 15 minutes. You know, like I, it, it takes a while for it to sink in. Yeah. And you can kind yeah. of like start piecing it together. But uh, yeah, the first 15 So do you minutes, think my comedy would work there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I do. Yeah. You know, they love, they love, um, you know, uh, American accents, you know, and le and if you're American and you have the New York have an accent. accent. <laughs> you're Jersey girl. I'll open for Julia. I'll do a little music and open for her. And yeah. We'll America. Yeah. The New York Italians. I'm also Italian, Julia. Yeah. And you sing? You sing and play? Yes, yeah. I have a band. I'm a singer-songwriter, yeah. That's right. You did tell me. You did say that to me. Yes, you did. Yeah. Not me. I do nothing but this. Oh, I got to... <laughs> wait a minute. I got I to plug this. Speaking of singer-songwriter, I got to plug my album. Wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Hey, yeah, wait a minute. I got what? a whole box of this shit. I got to get rid of it. What? Do you, what? <laughs> what do we have here? I'm here. So this is this is my latest album. It's a download card. Oh, you, awesome! You, yeah, oh, you, I can is that travel with the album? I love that. Yeah, I uh, you can travel. I travel. I used to have to bring CDs with me. Yeah, this yeah, great. I throw like a hundred of them in my suitcase, and it you know they just download the code and you get the album. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's really that's it's like a cool way to sell music or anything. Sell yeah, you can do it for album. music too. So. She's my more tech album. savvy. She's more tech savvy than we'll ever be. I know. <laughs> I can barely get this podcast up. <laughs> right? They don't have to know that. Yeah, I know. It's true. True. We can we can look like we're smart. Um yes. But yes. what I'm wondering is you you know, you got like your a certain level of success. You're doing really well. Do you find uh people gravitating more? towards you like because they're impressed with your story they like your comedy but maybe you know like the people that lost you know lost touch over the years like you said you were out of it for 10 years are they are they back giving you the respect you deserve 
I never know. I, I, you know, I always think they glad hand you. Then when I walk out of the room, they go, she sucked. <laughs> I have no self-esteem whatsoever. Um, I don't really care. I don't really care because the only person I have to please is, is me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and my comedy um, is, it pleases me, but not, I'm not totally satisfied yet. I, I had this conversation with a musician friend of mine earlier today about uh, artists are never happy with the, their work, you know, and you're always mm -hmm. striving for more, bigger, you know, better, finer, purer, you know, yeah. work, whatever, whether you're a comedian or an art or a musician. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's all I really care about. I don't care. That's probably the way to do it, right? Yeah. Like these, these conversations, though, are so helpful you know, for people that are struggling. And I, I, I swear to God, and I'm not comparing you in any way, but I remember the first time I watched a couple episodes of Transparent, you know, with Jeffrey Tambor. And when that, it, it like, it, it kind of hurt my heart. And I love that they were, you know, they had- Why good, did it hurt your heart? What, what, what to see the struggle, you know, to see the struggle. Okay. Yeah. Like it, that was, that was the biggest thing for me. But I love that they were, infusing little bits of humor in it you know and making it more palatable so more people would watch and understand a right. little... I, I i had to go to a gynecologist not long after i came back from canada some surgery and i was having post-op issues and uh first of all i couldn't find a gynecologist that would see me oh, 20 wow. years ago um and but i finally found one and we're in the, i'm in the uh exam room and they're doing the intake, you know, they're asking the questions. So the nurse says to me, uh, you still get your period? I go, no. <laughs> she goes, how long has it been? I go, long time. Long time. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her why I was there, you know. And <laughs> then I'll tell you this story because it's it, it's actually fun. So the, the, guy, the gynecologist, it's a woman, she's examining me and she's, and she's, you know, that she's doing her thing, and and, <laughs> and she's like, going, mm, 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 mm. She goes, and I had, well, I see her, her head come up, right? Goes, yeah, you see that? She goes, this is beautiful. I go, well, thank you. <laughs> and it's got that new beer smell. I, I did. I went for the Jane Fonda model. I think that's you know. The Barbarella model, that's the one the I got. The model. Yeah. She goes, she goes, honest to God, she goes, if I didn't know, I wouldn't know. I go, oh, wow. that's, that's encouraging. That's that quite the compliment, yeah. Because yeah, I've never seen it. I mean, I, you know, you look at it. Here, it doesn't... That's hilarious. Wow. Oh, my that's, God. That's really... I quite the compliment i would imagine yeah, yeah. well because there is a there's a lot of prejudice towards us as sexual beings as, yeah. on a serious note uh, a lot of people can't think of trans folks as se sexual beings I, and, you know especially in my age group you know uh, mm -hmm. uh, i do this joke in my i mean i mean you're not like on the cover of uh you know sports illustrated or anything but the awareness Mm -hmm. uh, just talk, you know, just talking about it and, and bringing awareness to, you know, uh, to to, a, you know, ageism in our community. That yeah. I mean, that's stuff that, you know, again, it's just it's it's crazy. I just think I don't know, like 
I don't know if you find this, lesbians, we're so forgiving, you know? <laughs> well, I, yes so and no. I, I Yes, I, most of my friends are lesbians, but um, and I, want, I don't mean to disparage that statement, but uh, I have been told by a number of lesbians that, you know, they feel like trans, trans men or, or trans women actually are uh, interlopers that, you know, we're, you know. Oh, Oh no, I just meant like we're forgiving as far as like being overweight, <laughs> you know. Oh, that, yeah. Right. Having yeah. gray hair, you know, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. We're like, no, oh, you're beautiful just the way <laughs> all the time, you know. So that's oh, a, yeah, a, yeah. A gay man, they don't, you know, they don't want oh, no very unforgiving. They yeah. don't <laughs> fat, nothing. Yeah. Right, right. Terrible. Unless you're in LA, Denise, the LA lesbians are totally different. Oh, completely. <laughs> Sounds completely. like a soccer team, doesn't it? The LA lesbians. <laughs> the LA lesbians were brutal when I went in in uh, 2009. Me and my fat friend, we uh, <laughs> we were just like I, I swear to God, I felt like we were on display. Like people were just like. <laughs> I, I have had several occasions where I've, I've been in a bar. <clears throat> and, I, and I met somebody that I would like to, you know, get to know better. And inevitably, I um, I have to tell them because I won't I won't go with somebody that doesn't know. Sure. Story. Yeah. I just don't think that's fair. The first time I told this, this woman, uh, you could see there was a visible change in her um, countenance, and she just said, "Well, I I can't do this. I'm um, uh, thank you." It's like it's like I was trying to sell a life insurance. Thank you, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not interested right now. So. I don't oh. understand that. I really don't like. That's the kind of stuff I would love to go. Well, all right, okay, but I need to know the logic behind it. I'll, I'll tell you what I think it is. Uh, uh, it's politics. It's political. Yeah, I yeah. find that a lot of lesbians find find their identity in their in their gayness. Okay. And I do this joke in my act that I, I said, you know, straight men don't want to sleep with me because uh, they still think of me as a man and that would make them gay. Uh, lesbians don't think of me as, as, as a, they think of me as a man and, and if they slept with me, that would make them straight. I said, my dilemma is I'm caught between a cock and a hard place. <laughs> and, and it, you know, while it's a, it's a funny joke, there's a lot of truth behind it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is very political. Look at Barry Humphreys of all people. Dame Edna, that son of yes. a bitch that's just died. Yes. yes. Total transphobe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's a guy who made a living. Right. Acting like a woman. And then on the other side of that, you have Eddie Izzard, you know, Paul O'Grady, people that mm -hmm. just embraced it and this is what they want to do. Yeah. This, you know, and and people were so accepting of it. Like when we were talking about all this hate towards drag and everything and and we I, were we talking to the 80s tv ladies about it i think jay we were saying like like what about in mash like jamie farr's character dressing oh, right, to get right. out you know to get out right. but nobody had an issue with that nobody did yeah. nobody loved dame edna you know like or the comedy and everything and like now they have a problem with it because they made it political to J.K. Right. Rowling, J.K. Rowling, shut the fuck up! I just know. shut up! Just yeah. shut up! Yeah, you you take your billions of dollars, go someplace, and just <laughs> life is hard enough for us. Yeah, don't need her. 
making yeah. it worse. You Especially know? with her platform, you know, I mean, like, dude, that's the worst is when, you know, someone with a, a platform and a following of gazillions, you know, goes in yeah. and spreads that kind of hate. Well, we have a former president like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. And, and that's what I mean by like feeling like we've been set back, you know, like push, push back as a community, as a whole, you know, every, every letter, you know, has been uh, just pushed back since 2015 after all the good we did in 2013, because my, my Facebook timeline was showing all the gay marriage, you know, celebrations in 2013. Yeah. And, and I'm like, Oh, what a time it was, you know, 2013. Is it legal there? Or is it legal? Uh, yeah. In England? Yeah, okay. It is. And it was um, legal there way before it was here, right? Is that like, right? Oh, okay. Married, you and Gemma got married before it was legal here, I think, right? But, yeah, but we got married in Canada because oh, it was yeah. only civil unions. Civil unions were... Like Vermont. Like right. it was in Vermont. And then, sure. um, and then I think it was a year or two later that it became you know uh, gay marriage became legal here so they did have civil unions as a gateway and then it had to go all through parliament and the commons and all that kind of stuff but then it did get because i had friends that were staunch advocates that were out there you know pushing for it and speaking at uh at parliament for it and everything and um it, it i think it was i want to say 2014 or 2015 that it became legal, but we had, my wife and I had to get married in Canada because that was the only place we could find where all we needed was our passports because oh. she was okay. Australian, didn't have a driver's license, you know, so I could have whisked her away to Vermont. Or Are you Canadian? Point. Are you Canadian? By, no, by, oh. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I lived in Niagara Falls, but on the New York side. Okay. It was fortunate that we were able to get married in Ontario, which was right over the border. Right. I was still able to have my mom come. We still had a reception in Niagara Falls, New York, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was strictly the logistics were that that was the one place that we both had the right identification to be able to, to do that. So um, yeah, her not having a driver's license or a social security number because mm -hmm. she was Australian made it, you know, hard to find any place in the state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. anything so yeah. canada was the closest fastest easiest it's recognized in england it is yeah yeah okay. yeah that was how i ended up getting a marriage visa to be able to move here which is so you, are you a citizen now or are you a... i have uh indefinite leave to remain but i did oh, have to sure. take the british citizenship test oh, <laughs> wow. and let you me tell you something what was they ask you like whose side were you on in the revolution <laughs> they're asking stupid stuff like what percentage of England is made up with uh, Hindu people? What percentage is made up of Pakistani? Who is allowed to ride the bus for free? Is it uh, NHS worker, college students? Like they were multiple choice, but I mean, they were so hard. I, I'm going to go with college students. It was um, and, and NHS, NHS workers, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'll tell you what, not one of my dumbass British friends knew any answers. I bet. And I have to go take this test. It's like it's like asking an American to find you know a state on the on the map. You know, oh, they yeah. can't find it. They, yeah. they can't find. It. They can't even find what the state they live in. So I know. Or ask them about the uh, the legislation. You know, like the the, right. the laws and no no. 
but they all know politics enough to spew their hate. Oh, sure. And, and yeah. stick a flag in the back of their car. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's just, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, you know, we live day to day, you know, with our, with our fears and our, you know, having to be situationally aware of what, what what's going on all the time and all that, but, you know, we're still doing it, you know, like, I don't, like, they don't get that we're still going to do it. We're still going to be here, you know, mm -hmm. whether we have a, a big grand platform or we, you know, work at Subway, we're still here. They don't right? get, they don't get, and I've had this discussion a million times, that we've been around since the beginning. And by we, I mean trans folk. Yeah. You can, you can find this on cave paintings, you know, uh, in certain cultures, we're considered wise people. Uh, Native American culture. Native Americans, yes. Uh, Hindus, same thing. Hindi, uh, you know, we're, we, uh, we're, but they're so wrapped up in their hatred and their, their, yeah. they're always, do you ever notice they're always angry? Yeah. You go to a gay pride parade, everybody's friggin' happy. And, hey, yeah. 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 You, go to a, you go to one of those rallies and they don't want, oh, yeah, they want to kill you. They're awful. I know. Yeah, it, they are awful. It's but, burned uh, by being ignorant. You know, it's what they don't understand scares them and their fear causes them to be angry. And it's, it's ridiculous. I pointed out that this thing on Saturday night, we had a screening of the movie and I do a Q&A after the screening. And, um, you know, one of the questions was, um, uh, I don't know, I forget what the clip, but the answer I gave it was that we are, we are in this country, very reminiscent of the early days of Nazism. Uh, we're seeing the same, you know, you, you pick a group of people and you marginalize them and you make them the enemy and they're to, they're to blame for everything. Yeah. And that's, especially, especially with trans people, you're seeing that more and more and more yeah. in this country. And I said to this woman, uh, I said, listen, I don't know how this is going to end, but if they're going to, if they're going to, you know, take me to, take me off to a concentration camp, they're going to have to kill me to get me there because I'm going to, I'm going to fight like hell before they, they get me in there. Yeah, it's after what, what after what you have to go through as a trans person. Of course, you're gonna, you know, of course you're gonna fight harder. You're gonna be louder. You're gonna be stronger. Like I think that's part of it that they don't get. You know, is like, what are you gonna do to us that we haven't already like, you know, heard or said to ourselves or you know, it's it's terrible. Courage it already took to do what you did. It's like yeah. you're gonna never not gonna back down now. Well, they don't think of it that way. They don't see it that way. They, you know, no, they not at all. Because they don't understand. Yeah. Well, they see me as a pervert. And, uh, da, 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 da. I, I was, her, yeah, yeah. I was in your state, JD, uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I was in uh, where was it? Jacksonville. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's like that's real south. Not down. Hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I go to I you know I did the show and it went it was, it was a good show and the next morning I'm in the hotel bar you know breakfast having breakfast, and this you know very nice older black woman comes up to me and she goes I was at your show last night and I said to her I said oh I hope you had a good time, she goes no no uh, I'm a pastor, <laughs> and and my husband the bishop, uh, we both got up and left. I said oh why I knew the answer already. But she started to tell me that I was an abomination and my lifestyle. Oh my God. And I said to her, and so in my head, I go, all right, I got to think on her level. I said, what would Jesus do? Right. I said, why, why don't we have breakfast? Why don't you sit down and have a cup of coffee with me? So she did. And we wound up sitting for an hour 
you know, and, and I and at one point I said to her, I go, you know what amazes me about you? Two things. First of all, you you purport to know what God's thinking. Uh, you know, and, and if you knew what God's thinking, what would he be thinking about slavery? Was that it? Did he give a seal of approval on that one? And I go, for for somebody that came yeah. from such a, 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 a historical background, how in the hell could you hate any group at this point? Yeah. How can you? You're the abomination, in my yeah. opinion. So she didn't like that. Did she answer that question? She make no. you pay for the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> but we parted peacefully, amicably, yeah. and I said, yeah. well, we agree to disagree. Yeah. I yeah. said, I don't I don't believe in your God. I did tell her that. I said, I don't I don't believe in your God. I, I can't imagine any God would do that to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's know, true. So, yeah. It's it's like um, that that whole, you know, like all these politicians, you know, that stand behind their conservative Christian values and their backgrounds. And, you know, they're they're the ones that are getting sent off, you know, for kitty porn and you know, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, honey. Honey, quick, hide the little boy in the closet again. We got, we got <laughs> yeah. company. It's ridiculous, you know? I mean, I can't believe that we had a president that was like, what, married to the woman that he cheated on a mistress with that he cheated on his <laughs> wife with. <laughs> it's layered. <Girl! laughs> yeah, it's layered. Oh, but my it, God. You know, no. It is the fact that we can... You know, we can sit here and have a conversation about it, have a couple of laughs at what a bunch of ding-dongs they are. And, you know, like that's, I think, the thing that that is, it's part of the fabric that keeps us all together, you know. Um, but they're ding-dongs with power, and that's dangerous. Yeah, that's, well, obviously, yeah. that's the worst part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it, it, that we rise above it, you know, and we find the humor in the darkest times. Mm-hmm. And in that, I think makes us like, I what did I, I saw something that it was a quote and it said, someone told me your traumas made you stronger. And I said, nope, it's been my humor about that trauma. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it, it's a, it's a fact that, you know, that really basically the only, the only truth tellers left are the comedians. It's so- the only ones that have basically have license to, to, you know, talk about that stuff. And even, we're even being censored now. You know, you can't be, um, you can't be, you can't criticize what's his name. Um, you know, everybody's finding their own camp. Yeah, yeah. And they're gravitating. That that's not the way. I'm old enough to remember people like Mort Saul and, and people like Lenny Bruce and, and Lenny Bruce, who, yeah, and Lenny Bruce who could do political humor. It was, it was cool. You know, mm-hmm. um, not like that anymore. I hope yeah. I hope it's not a permanent situation. It's so true. Today, you know, today I was scrolling through Twitter, doing what I usually call my doom scrolling, my doom scrolling on Twitter. I got off it, by the way. I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. I I still have the account, but I don't go on. I can't. I I never look at it. Do you know what was filling my feed was a video of Roseanne Barr. What? Roseanne Barr talking about that there was no Holocaust and that 6 million Jews should die. Like, like she's Jewish, isn't she? Yes, yes. Now she's saying that. That's now. now? Yeah, it was. T- it was last night, and the video like surfaced this morning. And the fact that the host, it was just the two of them, and it was like, what was it? What was this on that she was? It, I I don't even know the name of the show or anything because all I kept seeing was the the same clip. And and I like again the host, no pushback, nothing. 
you know, and then there, and so now I got to like delve into the comments and see what other people are saying. Wow. You know? And out there, there's people defending her by saying that's just her humor. She's being sarcastic. She's Jewish. She can say those things. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a lesbian, but I don't really like it when someone calls me a dyke or, you know what I mean? Unless it's another lesbian. <laughs> like if Leah Delaria wants to call me a dyke, I'm fine with that. Oh, you know, yeah. but, but, you know, like I, I was just I like, how she was Jewish, but that's kind of weird for somebody to say it's that. So, it was so like unbelievable. Like, and then there was like, she's a Nazi. She's always been a Nazi. She's a Trump supporting Nazi. And I'm like, oh my God. Like it was just all over my Twitter feed. And I was yeah, like, I know people who, who wrote on that show. Uh, uh, she was always a little, little off, right? A little out yeah. of her mind now. Yeah. yeah. Any yeah, of her no. stuff is out there. If you see her, the video she was making during the quarantine, like when she yes. was just doing things, yeah. it was way out there. Like, like who yeah, is some people get. Really I have a cousin like that. I mean, some people just go nuts. You know, they well, you don't see them for a while, and you see them, and they <laughs> right. What You're the like, hell oh. happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were you were studying it up on, on Nazis <laughs> while you were gone. Wow. Yeah. But well, you know, I, I think know. the thing of it is, is like I do feel like people that have kind of fallen off the radar will come back and they see the kind of success that Trump has had with his dumb statements and blanket lies. And they go, you know what? If I say something super outrageous, it's going to pick up fuel and I'm going to be relevant again, you know? And it's such a cheap, lazy way to get a headline. I hate it. I just hate it. But well, when he's only relevant. I, I think that's a that's a giving him a lot of credit saying relevant. But he's only in the news because he's going to jail. Yeah, I know. I can't. That's, that's the only reason he's getting press. I mean, he's going to friggin' jail, and he should for the rest of his stupid life. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I never. I just like. It's not fathomable to me that someone that stupid became president, and that stupid people voted for him. You know. But that goes back to my Nazi analogy. What's it? That's not fathomable that Adolf Hitler rose to power and killed six million people. Yeah. It's yeah. not fathomable, but it happened. It happened. Um, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things like, you know, again, I feel like because we're out there and we're doing our thing and we're loud and proud and we're here and we're queer and all that kind of stuff, you know, like that's what drives me. You know, like that's what makes me feel like I'm I can be louder than the hate that surrounds me, you know. And we we I was on the I was at the Pride Parade in Asbury. I was on a float. It was it was really fun. Oh. First time on a float, it was great. <laughs> but we've turned the corner onto Cookman Avenue where the parade route is. And there on the corner was a Jesus guy with his he had a megaphone and he was screaming something into it and and you couldn't hear him because everybody was just drowning louder. Louder. We were louder than him. And he was all by himself. I was now, just, I mean, just I've been to one guy in the race before where there were contingents of them. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they, they, you know, little by little, they're just diminishing, you know. Um, well, that's what, like, when we had the Pride Fest here, we keep, we've talked about that many times yeah. that there was this rumors that they were going to have people protesting and it didn't happen. And it was a great time and we had fun and I performed and we were there as the Rainbow Remix. It was just a great, fun really nice day Good yeah weather. i really like i'm so mad like I, I i kicked myself because it because i it gave me pause and i actually considered not going and um and then when i couldn't find anything 
you know, I really researched. You mean this year? This year? Yeah, this year. Uh, In March. Yes, in March. Yeah, they have it. Oh, I see. Okay. And. uh, Oh, hi, honey. Can't not right now, please, sweetheart. (laughs) My my cat just like rolled over and yawned. She just woke up. She's been outside all afternoon sleeping. Uh, I I have a question on a different note. um, Yeah. Going back to your documentary. You had mentioned that when you first started, you were married and you had your children and you wanted to be the mother and you had started, you were wondering, am I gay? Like you weren't, you were wondering like what was going on. And then when you trans, when you transitioned, you wanted to be with women then you didn't, did you ever think about staying with your wife? Did that ever, like, did you, you didn't want to be with men, even though you didn't want to be gay, right? Is that why you Well, no, I didn't want to stay with my wife because uh, I, well, I can't, let's just say I didn't want to stay with my wife. (laughs) But yeah, I just, this is, this is Katie, by the way. I need that to run. She's deaf. She can't hear. She, she's deaf as a doorknob. That's awesome. Um, it, like, a lot of people get confused between gender identity and sexual identity. Generally, your sexual identity doesn't change when you know when you transition. So I, you know, I've always. It's interesting because when I was living with the other tribe, I I found myself always attracted to lesbians, even though I didn't know they were lesbians. You know. I, f- I would find out later when they, they were out or they came out of the closet or whatever. I go, oh, well, that explains, you know. <laughs> like Lily Tomlin's a perfect example. Back in the 60s, during uh, laughing, everybody mm-hmm. was, you know, going gaga over Goldie Hawn or Judy Carr. And I'm like, no, no, I think, I think Lily Tomlin will be <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it never occurred to me that she was gay. Yeah. Miss Jane Hathaway. On the Beverly Hills. Oh, right. yeah. I always, even when I was a little kid, she was on a show called <laughs> Bob Cummings Show. And I went, she's pretty, you know, she's, she's kind of, so I mean, it, it's always there. You're, you're, you know, I, but I think whatever happened to me in utero, it must have been, it must have been a, I don't know, some great battle that I wound up the way. Because I, you know, they find now that um, trans people, um, they believe it happens in you know they believe there's a, there's a hormonal um, event that doesn't either doesn't happen on time or uh, or you know it doesn't happen at all right and wind up with people like me you know uh, they don't know nobody really knows they do know it's it's biological and not you know mm-hmm. not psychological learned right yeah 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 That's, I mean I do believe that like you know no matter when in your life you figure it out you generally feel uncomfortable right in your own i always felt like something yeah. was wrong like, yeah. I, I was like i i never felt like which is why i thought oh maybe i'm gay and i must be gay it's the only explanation right uh, and then i you know i i venture forth and, and maybe you know be be with a man and then throw up afterwards and i'm like what i know gay guys yeah, you're right <laughs> They seem relatively happy, you know. They're, they're not throwing up, you know. <laughs> That's why I I asked because I know of a tran- of a couple that were two women, and then one of the women transitioned into a man, but they stayed together, and now they're together, and people just think they're a, 
a hetero straight. couple, but yeah, straight couple. Yeah. But um, and and then there was that there was a movie. I'm sure you saw the movie Normal when yes, they I stayed together normal. after he transitioned. So I was just wondering in your case, like how that uh, was. Totally get that. I get the reason. That's you know, I totally get why you wouldn't want to, but. My my um, last no my wife Kate the last time I was married I was married three times three two and a half times the last one was annulled so I call it a happy marriage but <laughs> she was the woman I wanted to stay with I I loved her if you watch the movie yeah, she there's an interview with her on the phone and I I love her still and I if I if she oh. wanted to ever get back together I would do it in a heartbeat it's been oh sweet years. yeah so I mean uh, love. Love transcends sex and gender. You know, Absolutely, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's, yes. it's a spiritual thing. You know, mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe that, and Actually, I can't wait to see the movie. One of the the questions I wanted to ask here, and then we'll we'll wrap things up here. We're keeping you way longer than I anticipated. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you have a relationship with your children now? I. Yes, yes, it's different than it would be if none of this ever happened. Yeah. Uh, I'm closer to my son than I am to my daughter. Uh, it, it is the way it is. I hate using that expression, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm happy for what I have. Yeah. It's yeah. better than nothing. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's better than nothing, obviously. That's cool. Well, we, I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time and having this discussion with us and it's been a blast and I really hope that you get across the pond because I will um, yeah. be the first in line for tickets well, thank you we'll make it happen I mean yeah. work on that for you <laughs> I would love to come over I uh, you know we uh, we have made some inquiries into some clubs in uh, in England and in uh in Amsterdam and someplace else, I forget where, France, there was an also an English speaking club there. And it's so hard with all the paperwork and the work rules and all the other bullshit that you have to go through. Yeah, yeah, we make it simple. We just go, if you get yourself here, I'll find a venue where we'll stick you yeah, in. Don't you need work permits and all? Don't you need? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure for for you know a couple of nights here and there i don't know i think it's if yeah. it's a long-term thing or a tour you mm-hmm. know yeah well if yeah make it happen I, damn, I'd love <laughs> we'll figure something out it'd be, okay. it'd be fantastic <laughs> in the meantime there's always boca <laughs> always we'll always boca. have boca we'll always have boca <laughs> open for you in boca too and then we'll take it over to england <laughs> i actually if you see the poster behind me that yellow one i can't do it yeah the funny women of a certain age show yeah and oh. we, we, we took that to uh uh not boca but right near boca um but yeah we've been down to florida with it a couple of times we did a tour of that that would oh. be yeah i could see where that would be a hit <laughs> that, that cat clock behind you i used to have one growing up we had one in oh. our kitchen that was yeah we had that clock in our kitchen my sister gave me that because I, I a few years ago, uh, she, um, we were talking one day. My aunt Rosie had one when we were mm-hmm. kids, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, I sometimes I wonder if I was like a little bit on the spectrum because I just sit there <laughs> <and watch it laughs> all day, and it just 
Uh, so she got me one for one Christmas. <laughs> she also got me, if you see the, I don't know if you can see the picture below it, the apartment building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the building we grew up in. Uh, in oh, Miami, New cool. And, and I, and it's, um, it looks exactly, well, not exactly the same, but close to the way it looked when we lived there. And it Where was a poor neighborhood, you know? Huh? Where did you grow up? Where was that? Fairview, New Jersey, and up near um, uh, New York City, right up. Right across the river, or oh, the nice. river right. So, so I look at it. You know, it, it reminds me where I came from, and it reminds me never to get too full of myself. It reminds me just keeps you grounded. It. Yeah, it keeps me grounded. And, I, and it's the really the only home I've ever really know, known. And I, um, and I, every now and then I drive up there, and I just walk around the neighborhood, and you know everything oh, comes comes back to me. So that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. So and behind. <laughs> Above it's, that, that big picture of Gene Shepard, uh -huh. uh, the writer who wrote the, the movie The Christmas Story, you know, oh, shoot your eye out. God. Yeah. He was yeah. a huge, huge influence on me as a kid, uh, as a writer. Uh, he, he wrote several books and I, I discovered him at about age 11, 12, somewhere around there. Oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, so everything up on that wall, see Mel and Carl Reiner yeah. behind me. Yeah. Over there, Kevin Meany. So, oh know. God, yeah, those are yeah, that's a blast from the past. Well, Kevin yeah. was a Kevin was a good friend, and we were touring together when he died, and so oh. I miss him. I miss him all the time, but I have his I have his picture. That's his picture. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one day I'm gonna turn on Netflix. I'm gonna see you driving around with Jerry Seinfeld and comedians having coffee in cars. Well, yeah. indirectly, indirectly, I have, and I'll tell you why because. Uh, do you remember I told you about the Chinese restaurant, the, the, the very mm -hmm. first show? Okay, so the Jackie Martley, Jackie the Joke Man, uh, was uh, he was the MC, so he, he wrote down a. Uh, let me move this down so you can see me do my impression of writing. Okay, <laughs> and he wrote down the lineup, and he kept the paper all these years later, and he 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 sent it to me because you got to see this, and it, and it was all those names on there. So when Eddie wound up doing comedians and cars getting coffee, uh, Jerry had the paper with with the, the you know copy of the original lineup, and uh, and there was my name on, but my my original name, my birth name was on there, so uh, it wasn't Scotty, you know. And so indirectly, I had been on comedians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for now. Yeah, close enough. That works. <laughs> You're an absolute inspiration, Julia. I really enjoyed speaking with you, meeting well, you. I did too. I enjoyed this a lot. Thank you. I'm like, I, yeah, thank you so much for, for spending an hour with us. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my God, has it been an hour? Please look at this. <laughs> Usually people are squirming after 30 You know minutes. who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a fantastic cap off to our Pride Month too. So that's... Yes. You know, yes. thank you again for that. That's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so much. much. Keep fighting the good fight. You know, you too. I love Why do you always run Like, never stop chasing your dreams. See? We drank way too much whiskey. And I could fail. Is you